Welcome to another episode of the LeafCast. Takes by Leaf, for Leaf. Yo, I'm back with uh, one of the favorite um, audience uh, interviews that we've done. Got T.O. back in the house. T.O., say what's up to the audience. Yo, what's up, my people? That's what's up. So, bro, I was telling you that, you know, of all of the topics and guests that we've had on the show, you have by far elicited the most feedback. So I'm not in metric speak this, just in terms of, I, I can, there's a little thing where I can see in just terms of, you know, episodes and who's listening to most episodes. Your appearances have probably been, you know, one of the, the higher rated appearances on the show. Moreover than that, people are very curious about just your lifestyle, bruh, everything that you're going through. So let's 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 jump back into it if you don't mind. So I'm giving you that TO bump today. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's that's exactly what this is, bruh. But it feels like the audience has been living vicariously through your experience in New York during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So talk a little bit. The last time we talked, I believe, on the show, you were still dating the nurse. Am I right or wrong about this? We've had so many conversations. I, I think, yeah, I think we did. I think okay. I was still dating the nurse. So you were still dating the nurse. All right, all right. It's, it's, it's amazing to me because you were like, and, you know, it's always funny because if you listen to the episodes, it's almost like you can see the progression of the relationship. Like, initially, when we talked to you, you guys seemed to be tight and seemed to be like, it was like you were on the cusp of, like, something more serious. Am I right or wrong about that? I, I don't know about all that. Uh, <laughs> we, we, were, we were kicking it. Yeah, it was, it was cool. It was, go, it was going steady. It was going steady. See, I said on the cusp. I didn't say that, you know, you were in love and you're getting ready to settle down. I said it was on the cusp. But... For the audience, let's 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 unpack this for a second. So you, as I have affectionately referred to you as Edwin Moses. Um, for you, <laughs> I remember that. Audience, I remember that. Yeah. Yes. So those for you in the audience that are young, we may not remember Edwin Moses. Edwin Moses was a track star. I believe he did the hurdles. I believe he did the four hundred hurdles. Where his expertise. And you know, when I grew up, he was already probably like at the later end of his career, but he had this. Uh, winning streak so he had never lost a race in all these races and it was like he got so like this is like to tell you this is like when the 80s was happening like typically now when guys go bald they just shave off all their hair but Edwin Moses was out here with a gold chain with like the George Jefferson do like the hair on you know both sides and he was just slaying cats so I look at you bruh as that dude who has been able to be in the game this long, never gotten married, no children that you acknowledge. It's amazing. Like you are on a winning streak that I don't think have many have been able to accomplish. Your thoughts? I mean, winning streak, depending on how you look at it. Um, <laughs> you know, I think that's also, I think that's also the plot for the great white hype, right? Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, so I could also be Damon Wayans. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> But yeah, man, um, you know, just haven't made that move. Haven't made that move. So for the audience, and again, we don't want to get into details here, but you are under the age of like, let's say 45. Am I right about that? Oh, yeah. Well under. Yeah. Okay. So you're under that age. 
So you still have because the way that I think about it, or at least that you know, you've heard me say this to you, so it's not it's not a surprise. But I always think about it like you know, I always think about these things in terms of like having kids. Like my dad had me when he was fifty two. So just and, and there would be times that things would happen, and I would just you know look at the exacerbation in his face, and it didn't take me until later on to really kind of give it like greater context, like to be like 55 and being at like, you know, some type of school play or something like that. That's a whole different dynamic. So has any of this come into play? Do you feel the pressure yet to settle down and have kids? Or are you just on some, I'm still out here like Edwin Moses, just just hurdling these joints in the street? Um, you know, I, as far, I wouldn't characterize it like that. I would say... <laughs> I would say more under pressure to like develop something long-term real. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, if kids come out of that, then, you know, that, that, that would be cool, I guess. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. But I'm not one of those people who feels like that I won't be fulfilled until I have kids. That's not a big concern. No, I mean, I guess here's the way I think about it. I don't think that people that don't have kids are unfulfilled. I just think about it like, and the reason why I, I, I always think about you, Edwin Moses, is because, bro, you're jumping some incredible hurdles. And what I mean by that is when you make a certain amount of money, uh -huh. you know, unless you've got like, you know, you're missing a nostril or, you know, you've got like some type of incredible, like, you know, uh, lisp or something like that. Typically, <laughs> somebody's going to realize, oh, this motherfucker guy, you know, again, he, he's, he's made, he's, he has some dough. He has, you know, kind of a, 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 he has a level or ability to provide. I'm enthusiastic by that. Boom. Now we got a kid. But <laughs> so, <laughs> my thought is like that to me is the amazing part of it is not just, oh, you know, you're unfulfilled, but just typically speaking, just in terms of just like, you know, statistics, for lack of a better term. Yeah. You know, most dudes at a certain time are going to have kids. But you have been able to avoid that. So kudos to you, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Pull out game crazy. Uh, you should see me really rocking right now. You see me. <laughs> so so let's get back, let's get back to the story. But I just want to I think it's helpful to give that audience context because the other piece of this is, you know, in terms of the viewers have expressed dismay. And here's basically here's what's you know been conveyed to me. Why is this dude, right? Why is this guy fucking around with these women? This is like kind of mediocre, basic chicks. I mean, you should be out here, to your point, just building and getting like, you know, kind of a, a substantive relationship that you would, you know, use as a, as, a, as a jumping stone for family and all that type of shit. Your response? Um, well, I, I would say I've had, I've run the spectrum of people, <laughs> you know? So don't try to pigeonhole me. We just talked about a couple stories, you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I would actually agree with that, right? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm literally at a place where I would agree with that. Um, my response to that is somebody step up to the plate that intrigues me. Mm, mm. Come at your boy, say something interesting. Be funny, be smart, be cool. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Keep me engaged. 
and I'm yours. You could have all the, I mean, slow, let me slow down. But you know what I'm saying, man. I, like, <laughs> at, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, man, I just, you know, I just want to view somebody actually uh, from an intellectual level, I can get on, um, you know, a multitude of, uh, you know, levels with and, and really kick it. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm not here to challenge you, but I'm just listening to the story. So, so now with all this context and you're, you know, searching for this, you know, deeper love or relationship. So now here's the nurse. It seemed like things weren't really going great with you and her. Cause it started off in the beginning of the pandemic where you guys again were on the cusp of something serious. And then I feel like as we've talked each episode or the episodes that we've done, it's gotten less and less significant. Am I right or wrong with that? Oh yeah. So in your mind, so it, so the way I think about it, you know, in terms of like, you know, if, if they talk about investments, personal investments, there's kind of like a glide path that you want to be on, right? Either okay. to accumulation or to or to uh, deaccumulation. So you know, in a relationship, there's a glide path, right? There's either a glide path, you, hey, you're cranking this thing up, you know, to take this next step. Or there's a glide path where, you know, you're looking for, you know, kind of an extra strategy to get the fuck out of this. So it seemed to me your glide path the last time we talked was on the later end of the spectrum. So with that being said, I believe that there was a fatal, because this is all happening in under the pandemic, where she invited you to go to the beach. Am I right about this? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> So it's it's well I pause because it's a little more complicated than that. We bro, this is the park. We got time. But give us the story. Um, all right, I'll give you I'll give the abridged version that I gave you because that's a okay. bunch of detail that audience don't need. But um, mm -hmm. so you know we had been kicking it here and there, not every day or super regular, just because of the um the way that the you know pandemic kind of. Mm -hmm. separates you right mm -hmm. um and, and and especially here in new york made it real difficult to just again do anything um so anyway long story short uh we had tried to manufacture a a, a meetup a session a hangout and um and and it didn't it didn't really go off and then i got the vibe that um i got the vibe that sh that, that this person was uh maybe an opportunist, right? Go, go. We we need details here because you're you're talking in euphemisms, and I feel like the audience doesn't understand what the fuck you're talking about. So when you say that she was an opportunist, bro, that's a loaded, a loaded characterization. I mean, tell us substantively what led you to that conclusion. Well, like you said earlier in the podcast, right? Like once you mm -hmm. attain a certain level of mm -hmm. status and ability and money and mm -hmm. and all these things, mm -hmm. um, you you start to kind of be on the lookout for the people that that you know are obviously interested in that. So I started mm -hmm. seeing little signs that, like, um, you know, uh, obviously interested in you know what I could provide from an intellectual standpoint, but more so from just a resources standpoint. <laughs> came to a head. I mean, and I don't mind that. You know, I, I, hey, I'm, you know me. I'm one of the most generous people in the world. But when that's all it's about, like, come on, man. So, um, so it came to a head where we were trying to manufacture this hangout. And mm -hmm. 
um, she was basically like, oh, so you're trying to take me somewhere? And I'm like, mm. Negro, it's a pandemic. I, where, where, <laughs> what are we going to do? They can't take you to a play and movies. You know, really, I was just trying to see you. It's been a couple, it's, I think at that time it had been like a week and a half, two weeks, something. Yeah. So yeah. like, you know, like, can, can we just see each other? So then I find out, uh, so we didn't, we didn't make that connect. And, mm-hmm. then I, and then I find out like uh, the day that we were supposed to meet up that she was at a, I think it was a Juneteenth <laughs> in Brooklyn. Like a like a Juneteenth fish fry, like some real, real like just Negro shit. Like I was like, what? Dog, that's incredible. That let's just go back to that for the audience sake. So you're in New York City. Yeah, we're in a pandemic, and she's literally it appears as though from what you're telling me that she is living a lifestyle that is like pre-pandemic That's, or maybe am I wrong? No, no, no. You're hundred percent right. Like every, and this is, this is some of the other euphemisms I was talking in. Cause like every time I would talk, she'd be like over with my home girl over here. We at the, we at the uh, park by the river. We going to get tacos. We like, I'm like, how are you living like this? Um, like you out more than you were before the pandemic. Yes. Yes. And so, I mean, you just, I don't care how careful you are, you out every day in this kind of environment and you putting yourself in harm's way, right? Yes. I mean, look at yes. Trump. <laughs> even, even this dude couldn't shake it. Bro, that to me is the perfect example. And I know people, you know, male and female, that I feel like are more out there than I could ever be. Yeah. Right. Because it's just, you know, if, you know, and I don't want to, I don't want to side that discussion, but you know, if you have to go out, you're essential worker, or you know, something going on, your child needs something or whatever, that's one thing. But when you're at a fish fry, like, you know, I don't even know, like, to me, it's like so, like, I don't even know, like, I can't even fuck with people like that, to be honest with you. Like, if you tell me that you're attending fish fries, like, I'm just like, yo, Talk to me post-vaccine. Show me that you have received the vaccine. You know that's it. That's why I feel like there's going to be these challenges about going back to work. But but that, these are those are those are for later discussions. And it, and this is like thirty people at this at this fish. <laughs> and like I, like like she's like um like she sent me some pictures I since deleted. But like it was like a, <laughs> it looked like you know that uh you know that show Girls on HBO how they used to go yeah. to start, but except it was black people. <laughs> <It> was, <sighs> Oh, this hell, and uh, and then and then I, I said, um, you know, this stuff uh passes through droplets, and and uh, some of that fish grease pops off the fryer, yeah, yeah. you know, what I'm saying? like I, 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 I don't know what you what y'all are doing, so that yeah, not only okay, go ahead. No, I'm gonna say, not only that, bro, isn't she a nurse? Yes. <laughs> Like, bro, this is so, in, in many ways, you know, it's so analogous to Trump in terms of your people who have been told by doctors that this shit is not cool. Mm-hmm. But yet they're still like, she's out here fucking chilling, like, at the, at the park. So, so 
Then it goes down to a clinic and walking into a clinic because she actually she works at a clinic that specializes in uh, senior citizens. So she walked oh. senior citizen clinic slash like wing of the hospital, right? I'm like, what? So anyway, man. So you know, I, I'm I'm seeing like the recklessness. And, yeah, yeah. You know, just bad decision making, and then we have yeah. other conversations where I'm like, "What are you talking about? Um, just n- no direction." <laughs> what do you mean no direction? Well, okay. For instance, one day we was kicking it, and she just uh, turned to me out of nowhere and was like, "Stop me from being an actress," and I was like, "What?" She was like, "Yeah, stop me from being an actress. Talk me out of it." I was like. But you ain't an actress. <laughs> I don't have to talk you out of shit. Just keep living. <laughs> she was like, but that's my passion and blah, blah, blah. I was, like, my passion. I was like, do it or not. Anyway, you know, it was just stuff like that, bro. <laughs> oh, we got to go back for a second. This is amazing. This is amazing. How, how, how old is this young lady? 28. 28. So she's not young, young. You know what I mean? Because it'd be like, if you was like, if she was like 22, you'd be like, all right, well, you know what? Maybe this is just a byproduct of her being 22. But I feel like at 28, you should understand the responsibility of fucking not spreading a fucking contagious disease and understand that if you're 28 years old, probably the dreams of you becoming an actress of. (laughs) You know what? Do you have any pictures of this young lady? I've never seen pictures of this young lady. This would be helpful to put this conversation into better context. Man, let me let me scroll through my phone because I pretty much at this point, you know, you were talking about glide paths earlier. <laughs> we basically descended, crash landed. The Sonic the Hedgehog rings popped out my ass. <laughs> you do that bro so it seemed like so the conversations really weren't flowing that well and it's like to me it's so funny because like previously things that you'd be like oh you know this person is dirty it would be like things like if you saw a person you know they had like multiple you know different sexual partners or oh this person is dirty if they're living a certain type of lifestyle now to me you literally are dirty bitch if you're at a barbecue like, there is no fault of the barbecue, but it's like, if I see anybody, I'm talking, and I use the term bitch, both for male and female, going back to the Rose Garden shit. Yeah. Like, those are some dirty white motherfuckers. Like, yeah. especially if you know better. Like, this is, this is, again, these are people who are knowingly just wallowing around in, like, bacteria, like a filthy, dirty motherfucker. Like, I just can't even get it. But let's go back to you. Yeah, I believe all that tempting fake, dog. That's all tempting fake. <laughs> it's called bruh, it's not even just it's like literally it's like having sex raw that's what this is like when you see people oh, bird, that's a good one <laughs> really yeah really you know what i mean like it's so amazing and it's like people are just doing shit and it's like and there's no real logical basis to support it but 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 I want to go back to the story of the nurse and Brett. Please keep searching for some photos because this would be helpful. So she wanted to be an actress. Um, as I recall, there was also some acting that she was doing in her personal life. Maybe can you you could share that with the audience. Um, acting that she was doing in her personal life. Well, I mean, I don't know what else you would call it when someone wants to like 
tie up another person. Like I assume, assume that's a form of acting your role. Oh, yeah, maybe, yeah, I don't yeah. know. no, no, that's I, I just I wasn't catching the metaphor. <laughs> but yeah, basically, yeah. I mean, she wasn't to me. Just I started to feel like she wasn't really on the level, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, you could tell when people like see opportunity and then they kind of do whatever they got to do to like make themselves available to that opportunity and I started seeing that right so the whole thing happened with the with the barbecue and I'm like I thought you you know you couldn't go out then the next thing I know you sending me fish fry cookout uh (laughs) like what are you like okay so you just you wanted to kick it but you just didn't want to kick it dolo right like you wanted to hang out with your homies so unless I was taking you somewhere and spending money on you and giving you some lavish treatment, then you'd rather be at a fish fry at a super spreader event. Yes. So yeah, like but, that, but, but. I, so right there, I got my, you know, the eyebrows raised. Right. So I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not super petty, but also not cool, man. Like, what do you, what do you do? so, so um, where it all kind of came crashing down, was uh so after all that happened we was like okay well let's try to figure something out for like the next time we you know cross wires um, mm-hmm. you know kind of like i see what you did that was mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. so she was she was playing defense right so i I, mm-hmm. I knew that she was um about to try to figure out some way to kind of make me smile mm-hmm. she thought amazingly that the way to make me smile would be to invite me to Jones Beach with a bunch of niggas. <laughs> oh, I thought the Jones Beach was the fish fry, but the, the order of events was... No, yeah, no, Jones Beach was after that, bro. Jones- oh, so there were two different... All right, so the order of events, let's just make sure. So let me do this to her in her defense. Yeah. And this is, this is, I think, it's important. Yes. I think that she is still living pre-pandemic in the sense that if you were to say to her pre-pandemic, hey, it's a Saturday, let's spend some time together, and your pitch was come to the crib or let's just you know, sit at the park, she'd be like, fuck this nigga. Like, you got like to do some shit. But your thought is, bitch, people are dying. I do not want to die let's do something socially responsible. And somehow she did not equate that with the worth that she saw herself as a person. Would you think, would you see that to be fair? I would say that, yeah, that that's probably fair. I would. Um, and, and I was honest about that too. Right. Like I, I mm-hmm. and, you know, because the first time we went out, we did something cool like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm not averse to, pampering, making you feel as though you are respected and you know, yeah, you, yeah. all that kind of good stuff. So that th- that wasn't even the issue. And I, I'm pretty sure she knows that. And we mm-hmm. had those conversations about, hey, if we do something, you know, it's got to be kind of on, 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 on some cool stuff, like one-on-one or a few people. But these mm-hmm. big groups, um, not cool. And if it's anybody I don't know, I'm not going into the apartment or <laughs> <laughs> no, 
dog is it's unreasonable. Gonna be it's in unfucking reasonable. Right, being close, close contact, even outdoors in close contact. You know, like they had that thing in Michigan where those kids were all at that lake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something like 10% of them ended up catching the joint and taking it back to folks. Like, I don't know. I'm too busy to get sick. So, sorry. No, no, no. This is see, this is the point where I think that some of it is, I think some of these people, like some of these Republican motherfuckers, are just like crazy. But I think, you know, for other folk, I think it's like people, like, if you want to risk your shit, go right ahead. But don't fuck up my shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have to live and provide for my family. So why would I do anything remotely that would risk my ability to do that shit? Because that's my fear. Like, my fear is, you know, either contracting it and then being out sick for a period of time from work, which would not be cool. Mm -hmm. Or moreover than that, which would worst scenario would be that I would somehow, you know, spread that through my family. And I'm just like, I can't do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? The risk reward doesn't really sync up for me personally. But, you know, again, I I think for younger folk, especially for younger folk who really wasn't really, things weren't really popping for them pre-pandemic, it doesn't, you know, they they, they got a whole different lifestyle. But this woman is 28 years old. So I think she needs to be held accountable. So let's go back to the story. So she's trying to get back into your good graces. And she's like, let's go to Jones Beach. Yeah, so so this is actually how it popped off, right? So because it, it's it's a little it's a little funnier than that actually. So Juneteenth, the joint happens. <laughs> Juneteenth, that'd be how ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But anyway, mm-hmm. Juneteenth, that joint happens. So uh, you know, a couple couple days later, I you know let her know I was unhappy about that whole situation, and then we didn't talk for a little bit. Um, and so I I think I told you one of my neos is up in Connecticut. Yes. And so a uh, dog has a, like access to a private beach and mm-hmm. he's shown me like, yo, it's like totally, we can mm-hmm. get a big old blanket. Nobody be around. Yeah. We can go kick it. Yeah. So I'm like, that's yeah. the kind of activity I can get down with. So yes. I hop in the Stang and mm-hmm. <laughs> ride on up to Connecticut on mm-hmm. 4th of July weekend. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm up there, but we had talked about trying to connect at some point, whatever, whatever me and the nerd. Mm-hmm. So I'm at this like nice private Connecticut beach, nobody within 30 feet of me and dog uh, and uh, like, like two other people. And we're just having a, a good socially distant time. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of this, I get a text. Like, cause I went early. So like, it's, mm-hmm. you know, probably before the afternoon even really got going. So perfect. So I get a text that says, Hey, bunch of people headed out to Jones beach. 2 PM. Where are you at? And I'm like, Hmm, that's cool. <laughs> I'm in Connecticut. That was the, that was the whole conversation. <laughs> whole conversation right and so for the listeners who don't know Joe's Beach Joe's Beach is a beach in Queens <laughs> that is the size of my apartment <laughs> that has about seven people per square foot <laughs> like it is one of the most packed beaches I've ever been to in my life <laughs> and I'm like, yo, it's 4th of July weekend, small beach in Queens, 
Mm. And uh, you already got a pass like a, a like a whole group of people mm-hmm. that you're going mm-hmm. with, uh, and I know none of them. Mm-hmm. And this is this is the way you say, "Hey, uh, let's like make up and kick it." Like <laughs> <laughs> you ain't even came to the crib since then. You ain't uh. long conversation, nothing. <laughs> Dog, you are so funny. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why, bro. This is so funny to me in so many different levels. See, dog, how things have changed. Mm-hmm. Where you are the person, are desirous of a conversation. And hey, let's kick it. Where I would, you know, where you would think, the, you know, you would be on the opposite end of the spectrum mm-hmm. who would be the type of person that would be like, hey, what's up? Let's link up. I know it's been three weeks, but I'm here now. But look at you, how you have matured in the pandemic, dog. <laughs> this is amazing. You're like the black Kenny Rogers, dog. It's incredible. Yeah, I mean, you don't even know me anymore, do you? Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, but see, this is the thing, and this kind of goes back to the earlier point that we're talking about, that as you get older, you know what I mean? There's a sensibility that you have that you previously did not have. Mm-hmm. So it was like the shit that you previously would put up with or would be good. But I feel like, let's go back to this this young lady, because I feel like a lot of the things that you're telling me are things that I would attribute to someone younger than 28. You know what I mean? Like, this seems to be like a lot of young girl shit. Like, because who would invite a dude to hang out with 30 other people? Like, I don't even know 30 motherfuckers. Like, right here where I live, I don't know 30 motherfuckers that I would want to spend time with. I just don't know. Right. Like, just be- Right. <laughs> right. Like, like, how do you even... It, it, you know, there's just a certain... If I could break it all down, it's really just a certain level yes. of immaturity that I just didn't yes. feel like dealing with. Because, because it's, not a, it's not like raw intelligence. It wasn't um, somebody who was interesting or not interesting to talk to or be around. It's just immaturity if I could boil mm-hmm. it all down. And it's crystallized mm-hmm. in the moment when you see just how laissez-faire she acts with this whole situation. Yes. 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 So please continue your story. Now she's pitching Jones Beach to you and your response is, I'm in <laughs> Yes, that's it. Literally, that's it. And and uh, we, no more communication after that for like, I don't know, days. And... Um, Finally, I was just like, you know, I hit her up because I, 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 so I'm writing some things and she put me on to some, uh, to some publishers that, that mm-hmm. might be interested. And mm-hmm. um, so eventually I, I hit her up and, and thanked her, you know, for the, for the connect with the publisher mm-hmm. and was like, yo, I think that's the level we should keep this relationship at, mm-hmm. you know, like professional, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, just go ahead, keep doing what you've been doing. I know you're not going to stop anyway, but yeah, keep doing what you've been yeah, doing. Yeah. And, uh, I'll, I'll catch you on the flip. Yeah. No, yeah. hate, no, hate. Yeah. So, yeah. so that was that, that, and you know, not, not, not a huge, uh, you know, I guess big blow up or anything crazy. It was just mm-hmm. saying, look, I'm, I'm not going to continue. I mean, cause if we do eventually, uh, I'm gonna put my health at risk if I'm doing yes. this. 
And yes. I've been, you know, from the first conversation we had on the pod and even before the pod, we was just talking on the phone. I was telling you about mm-hmm. some of the wild stuff she was doing as this thing cracked off. And, um, you know, I was trying to make excuses back then. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it just Because, you know, I mean, why not? And, uh, and, and I, could, I could no longer keep making excuses. Bro. This has been going on for months at this point. And I'm like, you know what? Forget it. So so let me let me make sure I understand, bruh. How fine is this woman? Because I feel like you put up with a lot. And I've known you for many years, bruh. You typically are not this patient. <laughs> How fine was she? Uh she's she's I mean, she's a nine. <laughs> I mean, not to be so okay. crass as to like, you know, like I'm not Zuckerberg with like Face smash or whatever that was from the social yeah, network movie. Yeah, yeah, but you know, like yeah. if you talking just raw, if you was just walking down the street. Yes, that's, all, that's what we want. That's what the pod is here for, dog. If you were just walking down the street, you say what? You say nah. you, you say nah, you you you're hollering. Like you are <laughs> I don't care what your circumstances are. Even if it's hey, hey we had a cop up. Like, you're, <laughs> so let me go but so 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 but I feel like for the audience you are yada yada behind one of the most the, the most interesting piece of this conversation which was is her occupation because she's a nurse and what else does she do <laughs> what do you mean she's a beaches oh 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 <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> that to me is the most significant. That has to come into play. Oh, so, I totally forgot about that. You said what you just said. So, um, what's that? What's that? What's that? Uh, S and M, M and S. She's she's a dominatrix, bro. She's a dominatrix. But please, for context, let's go back into the story. Where in the timeline did you find out that she was a domination? Was it Jones Beach, pre-Jones Beach? Where where did you determine this information? Um, so so she came to me once. So okay, I had an inkling. I don't know if I even told you this part. I had an inkling. <laughs> what do you mean you had an inkling? Go ahead. Please. So and this actually didn't hit me till after me and you talked that day. But um so so okay. I met her at a bar, you know, this is pre-pandemic, and I met her at a bar, and she was with her homegirl, and Mm -hmm. her homegirl, I mean, was dressed, like, pretty wild, right? Uh, (laughs) And and I'm like, huh, that's interesting. She's uh, uh, free, you know? (laughs) And... And then they were having some side conversations throughout the course of the evening while we were getting, you know, initially meet each other that I was Mm -hmm. like, that's weird. And then just kind of shrugged it off. Right. Just didn't really think too much. And I I can't give you like specific words that were saying, here's stuff. And you're like, huh, that's, that's, that's not normal conversation. (laughs) So anyway, so uh, time goes on, we're kicking it. And throughout the course of one of these, one of these times, we're we're hanging out 
And she's the kind of person, like, I think I told you about, like, she was like, stop me from being an actress. Like, she'll, yeah, she yeah, was yeah. just like random like that, right? So she would first mm-hmm. stuff out. And um, she was like, we should, we should do a, a party together. And I was like, what? <laughs> she was like, you know, like an SNM party. <laughs> and I was like, wait, wait, hold up, roll, 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 roll back the tape. Why would we do that? And then she started. <laughs> then she started getting into all this, this, like unraveling this whole lifestyle that she'd been living on the side for the past couple years. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, word!" Whoa, but again, let's put this in context. When did you learn this information? That was not that long ago. Um, I mean, I guess in the context of that, I mean, it's been a while now, but uh, it was sometime. It was sometime before the Juneteenth incident, I do believe. Okay, so it was, it was pre-Juneteenth, and I feel like what I'm hearing from you is what you hear, and this is, and it also explains her behavior. Is that what you hear for a lot of dudes who basically? Make excuses or accommodate a chick who's fine. Like you're like, I see crazy, but crazy's got a fat ass, so I'm going to continue with crazy. Like something is going on. Like, yeah. Because to me, <laughs> so she must have been hella fine for her to say to you. Let first of all, many questions I have, which is, this is in a pandemic when she is pitching this. Let's do an SM party. Am I right? Yeah, I, remember, I was like even telling I was I was even explaining <laughs> to anybody who would listen, like that was the part that was dumbing me out damn near as much as the uh, dominatrix stuff. Beach. <laughs> the Joe's Beach. I'm like, oh, why are all your decisions terrible? <laughs> so so let me just jump in this. So to me, when you drop a bomb, like Let's do a dominatrix party. I'm assuming this had to have been post fucking because when else would someone feel the courage to make such a request? Am I right or wrong? Yeah, yeah. There was some afterglow uh break. <laughs> <laughs> so in the afterglow, you guys are sitting there, or at least you're trying to just relax your mind, just enjoy yourself and where you are at that moment. Yeah, reflect. And then you yeah, just try to look like just yeah. Yes. And she asked you to host because you wanted to host the jerk room, right? About that, the dominatrix? Mm-hmm. I mean she got she got roommates, so yeah. Yeah, so but but I guess the question I would have is when she said host, was it like that she wanted to like peg you or some shit like that, or was it she just wanted to have I don't explain to me your participation in the event. Um yeah, so I I mean I sh- I shut the conversation down pretty much pretty pretty quickly. <laughs> I was just like Wait, you, first of all, you're fucking refractory, period. Second of all, huh? Third of all, that shit ain't happening. It's basically in that order. It's like, what are you talking about? So I dug a little bit more into this whole thing. Uh, I mean, to be, to be fair, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. so tell me, um, you know, tell me what this is about. Like, how'd you get into this? And she was like, remember my friend? I won't say her name, but remember my friend, uh, such and such, 
I was like, oh yeah, the girl I met you with. She was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, she got me like into this lifestyle. She <laughs> like does, you know, like big, she does classes. I'm like, they got, they got Dom classes? She was like, yeah, like she does Dom classes and you know, on like a regular basis. And so I've been doing it for a little while and you know, I'm ready to go like to the next level and kind of put on my own little event. And I'm like, so you know people that would be interested in doing this? <laughs> and, she, and, and she was like, yeah, I, I, can get, I can get a list together. I was like, don't on my <laughs> list. Don't on my account. So, so, uh, <laughs> so I'm like, so, so I, I mean, I, I did dig in a little bit, but I did not entertain for one second that this was going to happen at my spot. No, 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 but there are some questions because I feel like, again, you are making excuses for a fine show. Yeah. So you're trying to find ways so like, to get comfortable for this. Yeah, I'm like, why would you think to tell me that right now or that I would even be remotely interested in it? And, um, you know, basically she was like, oh, you're just such a, you know, you're like, you're a cool guy. I just didn't think you would freak out about something like that. You know, you like, you're like, cool you're a <laughs> cool guy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? Nothing about my cool says Dom. <laughs> no, nothing about your cool says sub, bro. She wanted you to be the sub. Yeah, but she, I mean, she never said that, but I'm guessing that's the implication, right? Yeah. Dog, there can be no other implication. You can't have two Doms. Somebody's got to be the sub. Like, to me, you know what? That, this is so funny because, bro, if, 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 if someone strapped you up to a lie detector, and they said to you, if she was a seven and asked you the same question, would you put the bitch up? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know how I go back to sleep at the moment. Because to me, what's interesting when people say those type of things, that's probably not their first. Because when she said, I could put together a list, then the question is, well, where'd you get the list yeah. from? So it's like, <laughs> she's just been walking around pegging dudes and fucking no wonder she's sending you messages meet me in Jones Beach <laughs> <laughs> and like some type of Mr. T boy buddy good dip jeans it's too funny uh, so, 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 so let's fast forward to you send her this note this kind of follow up note and you say let's keep it classy what was her response to that I mean, she couldn't, I, nothing really. I mean, she couldn't do nothing but be cool with it. She was like, oh, it's disappointing, but you know, um, <laughs> it's cool with you how it is. I mean, yeah, nah, there's so many red flags. Now that I go over the full accounting of things, thank you for making me face my own foibles and mortality. But, dog, see, this is some of the challenges that I feel like are happening because of the pandemic. Because, like, normally, Doug, if you were dating a chick and you were dating her, like, you know, I don't know, it was like, seemed like several months here. She interact with your boys, you get feedback. And typically, if you show up around your boys with some crazy shit, there's going to be somebody in the crew to be like, yo, nigga, what the fuck? You know what I mean? It's like, I believe because this is transpiring in the pandemic, no one was able to help you give that context of like, yo, nigga, like, what the fuck? Yeah, because <laughs> you were very lenient through this whole experience with this young lady. So, so, yeah. So, 
you 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 moved on from that, dog. But you still like you know like the male version of Sex in the City. You know what I mean? You're back. You're back on these streets again. What's the latest, dog? Give us give us a status update here for the audience. Um, well, this is a story for next. <laughs> okay, it's okay. one, dog. You've known me for a long time. I've known you for, and a you've long. seen me do some wild stuff. I have seen you make a jackass out of yourself. Please go ahead. This is one of the funniest stories of all. <laughs> So, all right. so all a, right. a, a babe slides into my DMs. Yeah, all right. Hold on, but, but go back because we've got some older listeners here uh-huh. as well who's listening to the show. Explain to someone what a DM is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, a direct message on social media. So it's like a, look, rather okay. than a public message, it's a private message one-to-one. Now, can they, can anybody DM you or must they be within your circle of folk or whatever? Uh, it depends that? on how you have your account set up. But um, for the most part, mm-hmm. you can um, DM someone if they're following you. Absolutely. And if mm-hmm. your account is private, then people have to, uh, you know, you have to give access. Um, is your account private? or So public? I have a, I have a, I have a private account, but I also have a public account. This happened on my public account. And um, I entered I entered an online conversation with my take. It was fire. And uh, then I got a reply from this woman. And um, it was a regional conversation. We were talking about New York and whatnot. And so um, this person replies and follows me. I follow back. This all happens in a span of minutes. And um, and and then uh, like I don't know I'm working it's the middle of the day and uh, so I I didn't check my social media I turned it off and and kind of got focused yeah. again and then um like like a couple hours later uh, I just popped back on the Twitter and bam I've got a direct message and mm. I'm like oh shoot who, who who sent me a direct message I have been talking kind of crazy this morning so. Um, it's, it's this woman, uh, fire, fire avatar. I'm like, woo, she kind of, she look good. Seems like really smart entrepreneur in the title of her, uh, uh, description. Okay. So let's go back for people that are old and don't understand when you say fire avatar, what you're really meaning is her picture or screenshot was dope. Is that? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so, um, a, her, uh, profile picture on her uh, social media page uh, looked really good. So I, I had to dig in a little further. Um, turns out this person is an entrepreneur, has a business not far from where I live, but was staying, um, you know, upstate because of the pandemic. You know, a lot of people here left the city. So she's one of those people that left the city. And, um, you know, uh we had a mountainside meetup after all of this. Mm. We had a back and forth. It was a really cool conversation. Instantly, within like 30 minutes, exchange phone numbers, start texting, made a couple calls. Next thing you know, I'm upstate. <laughs> Whoa, go, go back, go back, go back, go back. Because there's a lot to unpack here with just the, just the origins of this story. So when you saw the picture of this young lady, 
was she African American? She's some other right. Let's just get some basic descriptions here. Yeah, black. Um, yeah, that's the, the black person who kind of probably thirties, mid thirties. Um, mid thirties. Fire apple. Looks really good. Well, at any point, were you worried about a catfish or anything along? Um. Way? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, yeah, I, I, absolutely. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, that it, long story short, it wasn't the catfish. It, it, it ended up being real. Um, but unlike the last one, I saw the crazy from a mile away. Because, mm, you know, this is interesting because where we left this, the last time we were chatting, you were telling me about this scenario because I believe, you know, there were so many things you guys had in common, blah, blah, blah. And that's kind of where we left it. But you were wiser at this point and you were able to discern the crazy. Tell me what was the indicators? For um, wild, wild Trumpian principles. <laughs> She's like... Herman Cain, dog. Like the female Herman Cain. Nine, nine, nine. She was like that. Really? So you were fucking a black Republican is what you're telling me. Here's the beauty of it. Um, never smashed. So that first that first meetup was just socially distanced. I was like, you know, I wanted to get out of the city anyway. You know, let me come check you out. If you're down with that, uh, you know, socially distanced meetup, all that kind of good stuff. So, I mean, never even got that far, but the conversation um, and off the rail. Well, you drew kind of, um, you drew a line in the sand about the whole Trumpian stuff. Is that correct? Well, it, it, I mean, it's not necessarily the Trumpian stuff. It's just the way, if your thought process is such that you have a uh, level of callousness um, that kind of tends to, um, you want to haunt a house? Um, <laughs> if you have a level of callousness that tends to like, coincide with with his beliefs i use i use that as a uh kind of a a corollary if you will term to to some of the stuff she was talking about because it wasn't really like directly trumpian but just kind of some of the ways um you know because we're both business people so we just start talking about business and society and money and taxes and this and that and i'm like oh i get it you on that bullshit. Uh, <laughs> so, so, uh, so, yeah, man, it, it, it just did not go. I mean, I wasn't rude or nothing, but I was like, yo, that's, that's, that's wild. Um, <laughs> let's, let's just, I just want to make just, just to drill down a little bit if we could. So you meet this young lady. It's this kind of whirlwind social media romance. And then at some point, was it in person or just continuing on Twitter or whatever that you discerned that she was a Trump supporter? No, this was this was uh, 
in person and then backed up by by uh later social media but yeah no this is <laughs> <laughs> so i'm proud of you dog because i feel like if this was three years ago that wouldn't have stopped oh no you. <laughs> oh no but then also like if i'm gonna take a risk for this i don't even know you yet we ain't even showed each other our papers you know I'm <laughs> six feet away with a mask on chit-chatting outside is not the same as getting embroiled in a physical relationship you know but but with that being said uh and i understand the point that you're making i guess the question i would make is again if we were to rank Let's say the Trump supporter on a scale of one to ten, where would she go? Eight. See, I feel like if she was a nine, you would still be you you would still be in a relationship. She might be over your house right now. Hey baby, made me some eggs. No, I'm kidding. Um I'm just saying, bro. I feel like some of your, you know, the decisions that you're making are based solely on looks. No, that that is not true. (laughs) You will not paint me with that brush. (laughs) Look, look, you are you're you are at a at an interesting juxtaposition in your your career, Doug. Your career is really going off. The things are blowing up for you. But socially, though, it's like you're in a Netflix show, bro. Like, literally, you're like the Black Seinfeld. <laughs> Every episode, it's a different chick. She's crazier than the last one, dog. Does it, does at any point in time, bro, does it, become, does it become frustrating to you, dog? How hard is it to be a player out here in these streets, bro? Talk, talk to the audience about it. Give us, give us your thoughts. Um... I, yeah, actually, I like the Black Seinfeld reference. I, I am kind of a Black Seinfeld. <laughs> That is probably one of the best references I've gotten. Um, but yeah, uh, I think it is, it was great up through March. It was fantastic. Um, this pandemic, man, it's really put a, it's really put a hamper on my lifestyle. <laughs> so, just to go back, you were on a winning streak right into March. Mm-hmm. See, but I feel like the winning streak in and of itself was exposed in March because it's, you know, when you pre-pandemic, you know, fucking around with a dominatrix or whatever that may be, you know, it is what it is. But now when we're all under quarantine, I feel like now would be the time where you would want you know, like a non-crazy, like being crazy isn't cool anymore. At least to be, it would be. But give give me your thoughts here, because I feel like you know, for us in the audience, people in the audience, really want to kind of just empathize with what it's been like for a dude who's on a winning streak now to be in a situation where you're just fucking home. I mean, yeah, you're trying to crack my soul open. Um... <laughs> Yeah, man, it's been weird, honestly. So I think the last time we was on here, I was telling you about some of like just self-improvement stuff, slowing, being able to slow down yes. Um, yes. and make some moves uh, with my business and my health and just my spirituality, quite frankly. Um, so, you know, those things have been great uh, on that side. And 
you know, the, the, 